I'm recording a message for my post on Facebook. I just posted up on Jealousy. And uh, it will be on my blog in a few minutes, so you can see the answer there. But um, Plinio Tai, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. If I'm not, I'm sorry. Uh, asked, Rinpoche, how should the person stop the mind that wishes to compare one's own qualities with other qualities and feel bad about it? How someone applies rejoice instead of comparison. Um, I'm, I'm not going to go into a long detail about it, but I'm going to give a little bit of an answer and I'll put it up directly. Jealousy is an emotion that when we see someone doing, acting, performing something and they, could get, they get good results, perhaps it could be praise, perhaps it could be you know, rewards, perhaps it could be um, recognition. Deep down inside, we don't feel happy. We don't feel happy and we feel unsettled and we start seeing that person for their achievements and perhaps what, how it affects us. And it's not so much how that person affects us, it's about what that person did that they got what we wanted and we didn't get that affects us. So jealousy is really not about another person. It's about what someone else does and that resurrects or brings alive or brings to the surface or brings to our attention what we didn't do or wish to do or couldn't do or couldn't accomplish. So what's very important to remember in this case is the eight worldly dharmas and also karma that's very very important. And the reason for that is because when other people work for something when other people put their effort in and they sacrifice something else and put an effort to get something, we have to realize that they put in the hard work, they put in the time, they put in the effort, they put in the sacrifice, they put in what we were not willing to put in or not enough or maybe not able to. So they got the result. When they get the result, we must feel happy. We must rejoice for them. Why? It's a democratic, karmically driven world. A karmically democratic, a, a democratically karmically driven world is what, what, what do I mean by that? What I mean by a karmically democratic driven world is that if you create the karmic causes, you can have the same results. So if someone else creates the karmic causes, they can have those results. So if we truly believe in a universal philosophy thinking of karma, we have to rejoice. Why do we have to rejoice? Very simple. They create the karma, they got the results. How come if we do something good and we get the good results, wouldn't we want other people to be happy? Wouldn't we want other people to rejoice? When we do good things, when we do positive things and we get the good results and other people are not happy, then we feel sad because we say, look, I sacrificed so much, I gave up so much, I really put so much effort and I'm still not recognized, I'm not, I'm, I'm not appreciated, I'm not thanked, and they, they, they say bad things, they feel jealous. Well, look, same thing goes the other way around. If we truly take refuge in karma, then jealousy will become less. Why is that? 
because karmically that person created the causes to get what they are getting and on a very universal level universal level you get what you work for so if that person has worked three four hours extra every day for example in the office to be recognized to be accepted to to have their work become well known or to become a person that people respect and you're not willing to put in three four hours because you're you want to do something else you know you want to have your own free time or me time or whatever you want to label it well if you don't get the recognition that they get you shouldn't be jealous because they put in the three extra hours and that could be 21 hours a week and you didn't so if you put in the 21 hours extra per week and you get the recognition and the appreciation wouldn't you want everyone else to be happy so therefore comically speaking it's like this if they create the karma if they create the karma and they get the result you have to accept it on a very deep level. The deep level is that karmically they have created the results. So if you're jealous of that, if you're unhappy about that, then you're truly not accepting karma. You're truly not accepting the way the things work. You see, because you can't not put in the hours, put in the sweat, the tears, and pay your dues and still want the results. That's not logically possible. So therefore, when we see other people with good results, when we see other people, they get respect and they get praise and they're appreciated and people really like them for what they're doing, we should in fact rejoice. When we rejoice and we contemplate on karma and the karmic results, when we rejoice, what happens? We create the karma to start countering our jealousy. It will not change overnight. It will not disappear overnight. It will not go away overnight. But it will start going away because we start recognizing where our mind is coming from. So therefore, if we take refuge in the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, out of the three refuge, the most important is the Dharma. Because the Dharma is what really saves us from us. The Dharma is what really saves our loved ones from us. It is what saves the loved ones from us harming anyone around us, them or anyone else. So when we take refuge in the Dharma, one of it is to recognize karma. When you recognize karma, you will accept the fact that other people can do better because they put in the effort. Look, if you're psychologically always scared, you don't want to offend people, and you don't want to um, push yourself to do more because you don't want to offend, your fear of not offending people offends people. Why? Eventually, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. You're not speaking what's on your mind. You're not pushing yourself to the next level. And instead of worrying about one or two people you might offend, although you're not wanting to, you're not benefiting 10 or 20 people you could have if you've spoken up or said something. So therefore, when you are so worried about offending people, you're so worried about other people in the wrong way, you don't benefit many more people that you could have. So similarly, if someone who speaks up, they're direct, they're open, and they're very honest, and then because of that, they get praise. Because of that, they get um, appreciation. Because of that, people listen to their opinions. Because of that, they make headways. You shouldn't be jealous because you are attached to your face. You are attached to your appearance as opposed to benefiting others. No one can speak one word and everybody agrees. But if the majority gets benefit, why not? So similarly, 
Um, another thing that we need to consider is that when we are jealous, we are not doing something to benefit others. We're not doing something that because we want to help others. We are not doing something because we're having the other person's benefit in mind. For example, if we are doing something to benefit others, then it must be free of the eight worldly dharmas. One of them is to receive praise or appreciation or name or fame or thank yous or, or a position. Now if we're doing things with the motivation of ourselves, pretending or feigning or thinking we want to benefit others, but that's not really the motivation, then we will not feel happy if we don't get appreciated. We will not feel happy if people don't thank us. Why? Very great masters. Very great um, practitioners, very great people, people that are not even, um, uh, how to say, uh, of a religious background. But when they do good things, and when they do wonderful things, the person being benefited, the person being happy, the person being relieved of their particular problem, that makes that other person happy. They don't need recognition and all that. So therefore, we can check our minds. What are we doing it for? If another person does something good and we feel jealous, definitely it is a clear indication that we are not doing our actions with the benefit of others in mind, that we are doing our actions for one of the eight worldly dharmas, for example, praise and recognition or material benefit. So if we always live our life according to the eight worldly dharmas, we will always have jealousy, we will always have uh, the lack of peace of mind or sadness or loneliness or rejection, or moodiness. One of the direct results that one can have as a result of having the eight worldly dharmas intact, which is very bad, is moodiness. Your mood will go up and down, because when someone else gets recognized and you don't, you'll feel down, you'll feel unhappy. And the bad thing is, if we let this jealous energy, or jealous thought, or mind, or attitude remain, it's very harmful. Why? Then pretty soon, whatever anybody does that's good, we can't take it. Whatever positive comes out for other people, we can't take it. Pretty much we can't hear any good news, we can't hear any good things, we can't even relate to anything vaguely related to us that happened to someone else that's good. Why? Because it would resurrect what we did not do or what we should have done. And then we become bitter, and then we become angry, then we become unhappy, and then we start rejecting people, we don't want to hear news, or we might even start gossip and slander. Gossip, slander, schism comes from jealousy. Why? They're doing something you didn't do. They're doing something or got the result of something you didn't wish to do. You didn't put in the effort or you didn't try or you try, you didn't succeed. So instead of rejoicing for them, we say negative things. We create slander. We create unhappiness. We create words that make other people feel not so good, or we attempt to make them not so, feel not so good about something that happened good for others. I repeat, when we talk schism, when we talk down, when we put other people's achievement down and we're not happy, it is not about the other person. It is about us and our jealousy going out of control. When our jealousy goes out of control, pretty much we become bitter, we become angry, and we cannot recognize, or we don't wish to recognize, and we don't want other people to have happiness or rewards for what they have done. And that's very dangerous. And jealousy will make us bitter, it will make us alone, it will make us segregated. And that's not good. No one deserves that. So to counter this, we need to look deeper into karma and think, look, 
The great leaders have the karma to be great leaders. They were humble, they served others, they helped others in their previous lives, therefore they get the result of being able to influence others in a massive way by becoming leaders. So I rejoice in the leadership, in the leadership of good leaders. I rejoice, I don't feel jealous. When other people have wealth, it's because in their previous life they have given. I rejoice for their wealth. When other people have um, happiness or they have a good relationship, oh, I'm so happy. Because previously, previous life, this life, whenever, they always spoke words or they always had an attitude or they always did actions to bring people together. Because they did that, now they are together with someone and they don't have loneliness. I rejoice. I feel very happy. So when we rejoice at the good results of other people, it is a direct counter to our jealousy. And our jealousy will not go away overnight, but it will start to dwindle. Why? Because we recognize that their success is not our problem. We recognize that good things that happen to others should not be a problem for us. And if it is a problem, the problem is not them, but the problem lies within us. So very good to recognize karma, to see how karma operates in that way. I wish you good luck. I hope this little um, explanation will help you. Thank you very much.